full roster for Super Smash Leagues, Nintendo Labo makes its way to a classroom near you, and Battlefield's Battle Royale mode is pushed back. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 15 of Diggity, the video game podcast. I'm your host, Jeff James. As always with me is the lovely, the luscious co-host, Luscious Brody. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Are you luscious as always? Luscious as always. I don't know what it means, <laughs> but it was in the first episode, so we stuck with it. Yeah. Anyways, hey, uh, welcome to Diggity. As always, you can find Diggity Podcast on Instagram at Diggity Podcast. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Wherever you listen to, we are on every single podcast outlet I'm pretty sure of now, unless there's new ones, but we're pretty much available everywhere. Uh, And speaking of being available everywhere, let me tell you something about books for a second here. (laughs) Let me lay it down on you. A book. You got to carry a book around. All right. You got to carry paper, pages. Let's call it a tree. Let's call it a a rectangle uh, block of wood, essentially, because that's what it is. It's made of trees. Paper's made of trees. Trees are wood. Papers, wood, <laughs> papers and books. So you don't want to carry around that wood block all day, all right? Reading Winnie the Pooh, all that kind of shit. No, you got a cell phone in your pocket. And what can a cell phone do? It can access Audible, which is today's sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible, and you get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash diggity. You get access to over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, iPhone, okay, your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player, if you still use one of those. I recommend Ready Player One on Audible personally because I've listened to it. It's fantastic. And yes, you can go get that for free as a free audiobook download if you head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. And don't worry about it if you're like, man, I can't finish a book. Guess what? Book reads to you. This book reads to you. You can finish. You don't even have to start the book. It'll start the book for you. It'll finish the book for you. Do whatever you want. You're taking a dump? Listen to Ready Player One. <laughs> you, got, you got, you know, constipation issues? Download a constipation book. It'll help you the whole, <laughs> through the whole time. I don't know. This this went to hell. Anyways, head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity for your free 30-day free trial as well as your free audiobook download. Thank you so much to Amazon. And the Audible team for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you so much. They either love that or they absolutely hate it. And I'm not sure which one it is. In all honesty. <laughs> it sells, it works. It sells, it works, oh, my God. friend. Anyways, this is the Friday show, which is recorded on a Thursday. Always have to remind myself of that. But uh, in the Friday show, we break down the diggity deals of the week. So we try to find for you uh, video game deals. Uh, it doesn't matter really what store or what it is. I mean, if it's a good deal and we think it's a decent deal and a good deal, we want to pass it on to you. So, which by the way, none of this we are sponsored by at all. Just literally trying to cheesily pass the savings on to you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the first diggity deal is the Nintendo Switch Joy-Con controllers are 30% off at Newegg, which brings them to about $55.99, which I still personally think is too much for two Joy-Cons, but you know, that's another, another, that's another podcast episode. You can use the code EMCEPRR37. We'll put that in the show notes below. Um, and that'll save you 30% off if you need some you know, extra Joy-Cons. But generally speaking, once someone buys a Switch, like, you generally need another set of Joy-Cons. Yeah. Especially if you have friends over. Um, you can also get a PlayStation Plus uh, one-year subscription for forty nine ninety nine at Newegg, which I think is $10 savings or $20? $10, uh, $20? Yeah. No, it's like, it's like a 10 it, it, 
yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a ten dollars savings. Yeah. It's sixty bucks or sixty bucks usually. Um, this is the biggest one too. Uh, Xbox One X, uh, a copy of Red Dead Redemption Two, and a copy of Fallout seventy six for four hundred and fifty nine dollars and ninety nine cents at GameStop. That's an unreal deal. Um, if you want to pick that up. You can pick that up at any GameStop now. Uh, again, we are not sponsored by any of this stuff. Just literally just passing deals on because video games can be really expensive sometimes. And when there's a decent deal, you should definitely check it out. Um, and with that, I fulfill my obligations. We get right into the news. So the first... Bang up job, my friend. Thank you so much. The first piece of news um, that's hit the internet like crazy, and this is before Red Dead. We are on the eve of Red Dead releasing yeah. right now. Red Dead releases in... Which is at midnight, right? Yeah. So we yeah, got so four and a half hours. Four hours, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, and we were definitely going to play the hell out of it tonight. Um, the biggest rumor that's hit up uh, before Red Dead comes out and it gets all washed away is that the full Smash Bros. Ultimate roster has possibly been leaked. Um, so basically this image went out on the internet. Uh, I guess it's some like print shop uh, where the guy's job is that he prints off decals um, for windows and stuff like that? Or? No, this dude is... He works for a company that has been doing the uh, marketing material for Bandai Namco, um, which Bandai Namco has been working closely with uh, Nintendo on Smash Bros. and their marketing and everything, right? So this guy sent a Snapchat picture to, I assume, a buddy or someone he trusted. Wasn't wasn't his dick either. Yeah, it wasn't his penis. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So it was actually a picture of... Almost what looks like a bracelet, and this bracelet looks just like the like a slap bracelet, yeah, like yeah, sil- silicone right. slap bracelet, yeah. <clears throat> but this this bracelet or whatever the hell it is is the icon that we've seen quite a few times so far. It's the big banner so, picture. Yeah, it's of, a massive hero image of like all the characters yeah. so far that right. have been released. And so this <clears throat> is um, this is interesting because it added all these characters into it, and there's. Um, it's something that we weren't expecting by any means, of course, in this form to find. I wonder if he got fired. Oh, I guarantee it. And people have actually called where he works at. No. Yeah. And to ask if he actually works there, and they said yeah. So, I mean, oh, this is no. pretty legit. Um, the other thing that makes this very, very impressive is in the background. This is crazy how far people sleuth into uh, this, yeah. right? So, in the background, you can see a picture of Grinch, right? The Grinch, this, yeah. this is the nail in the coffin, man. So, the Grinch is in the background of this, and this company is also responsible for the marketing of the Grinch. So, that confirms that it is real, and that yeah. that this is actually, you know, this dude's thing, and That's so it seems legit. Um, also... In the past, when they have released new characters in the Smash Bros. Um, setup here, right? Oh. Um, they've been uh, they they take that banner and they actually swap a bunch of characters around. Yeah. And that not only I mean it, it's probably for aesthetics, but at the same time, it makes it a lot harder to form a realistic looking fake instead mm-hmm. of just photoshopping someone in. And there's overlapping characters and things like that. Right. Um, so that that's kind of another thing that it has going for it. It has characters swapped around, and new char- the new characters kind of thrown in there. Um, for all intents and purposes, this one seems pretty legit, man. Um, yeah, well, all the characters too seem like they fit in. So right, and there are a lot of very uh, there are a lot of characters that fans have been wanting for a long time. I mean, Gino yep. from 
Well, hold on, I'll go through. Oh, the list. sorry, yeah. sorry, my bad, but my, I'm getting getting ahead. But hold on, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, all these characters are people that uh, fans have been wanting for a long time, and yeah, so far they seem to be. Oh, they all appealing. seem legit. Yeah, yeah they and they seem, they seem like to reality. be appealing to fans. I mean, we got uh, K. Rule and uh, Ridley so far, which were also big fan favorites. So one for a long time, yeah, yeah, for a real long time. So. I assume that, I mean, if that's the route they're going, this seems, seems legit, very bro. legit. Yeah, so the, the list is that <clears throat> this is this is the list of, of the characters that were seen that in, in that hero image that Brody's talking about that, that haven't been publicly announced by Nintendo yet. And I'm sure Nintendo is pissed. But um, Shadow the Hedgehog uh, from Sonic the Hedgehog is on there. Uh, big one that I'm super pumped about, Banjo-Kazooie uh, is one of the characters that's been leaked. Isaac from Golden Sun. Ken from Street Fighter, Mock Rider from the game Mock Rider, uh, Gino from Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars, and the Chorus Kids, which were a series of three characters from Rhythm Heaven, almost acted kind of like a like an Ice Climbers in this yeah, instance. So that's, it's a trio. That one's the strangest choice to me. Uh, I mean, it's the Chorus Kids. Personally. From what I understand, Rhythm Heaven was very big in Japan. Yeah. So. Oh, that makes. At sense, the end of the day, right? it's a Japanese game, right? I yeah right. So, I, I um, how do you feel about this character lineup? If this is true, so I know you're excited I'll go about th- Banjo. I'll give my idea. I'll give like my like quick like couple words on each one, and then you yeah. do it, and then we'll, we'll go with that. So Shadow the Hedgehog, don't really care. That's cool, great Shadow, Banjo Kazooie, that's fucking awesome. Isaac from Golden Sun, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, Ken from Street Fighter, cool. Mock Rider, don't really care. Gino from Super Mario RPG, that's neat. Please, Nintendo, bring back Super Mario RPG, remaster it, or like make a new addition to that series because that was a fantastic Hell game. Yeah. Uh, Chorus Kids from Rhythm Heaven, weird. Nintendo, weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there had to be one weird thing Nintendo did. Right. Actually, uh, so Shadow the Hedgehog. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog uh, is one that I'm kind of excited about. I didn't like how Sonic played, but I like yeah. Shadow as a character. Uh, Banjo Kazooie, you're going to hate me for this, but. I was never a big Banjo Kazooie fan. Oh my god! I know, I know. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, oh, I remember playing it, but I, I never like really. Which got one into did you it. play? Tell me, not uh, nuts and bolts. Uh, whatever one was on, one of them on 64. Okay, at least it was I don't, on the 360 yeah. stuff. Okay, dude, I, I never owned any of them, so I never got into them. But I had played them. Um, okay. Isaac from Golden Sun. I think that's awesome from more of a historical yeah standpoint than anything else. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Ken from Street Fighter, I really don't care. It's kind of cool, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mock Rider, I'm with you. Kind of eh, another it's a from Mr. A History, Game and Watch. Yeah, Mr. Game and Watch, right? Mr. Game and Watch stuff. Uh, Gino, I think that's awesome. Um, really, really cool to see. Uh, and then Chorus Kids is just kind of there's that weird Japanese yeah. There's character. the your, your token <laughs> Japanese there's character. There's your token weird character from Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I had actually never even heard of Rhythm Heaven because I asked you when I saw that I'm like. Who the hell are Chorus Kids? I'm like, oh, that's Rhythm Heaven. That's a right. very weird game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this is a really cool lineup. Uh, like I said, I think Nintendo's pissed because I'm sure during Nintendo Direct that they wanted to, you know. Yeah. Talk. And if, if this was a bracelet being made for, like, marketing purposes, like when the game comes out, like it goes to GameStop and all that kind right. of stuff. Um, you know, then this, this has to be the entire roster because they wouldn't have wanted to make any sort of marquee material for consumer use right? without this you so, know, being full. So at the end of the day, obviously, take this worth a grain of salt, but 
it does seem pretty, pretty legit, legit. and yeah. I I personally believe this. I think this one's actually true. So when do you think they but announce everything though? I think it'll be sooner than what it was going to be. What was it going to be? I don't know. No. I, I think whatever I they had they planned, I, I imagine this is going to put a little bit of a fire under their ass and get it going sooner than what they intended. Yeah. Um, because once once a a leak like this comes out and it's if it is spot on, I we mean, gotta do it soon. Yeah, you gotta get on it like soon. Not really a damage control type of thing, but it's more of a right, you, should you be need gonna, to officially announce. They should it be coming out. Point. They should be making. You know what? I bet you they um uh, next week. I bet you they announce a Nintendo Direct for the following week. Yeah. Just because Red Dead, they want to flow through. They right. want to get trapped up in the Fallout 76 stuff. Probably the first week Halloween of November. Halloween so, gets people yeah. kind of trapped up in a lot of stuff and different yeah. game releases. That's kind of what I was thinking. Maybe first or second week of November. Yeah. Kind of yeah, see yeah. where it well, goes. Well, because Pokemon, let's go Pikachu and Eevee. They go... That's the 14th? 14th of November. So they're going to want to make one more announcement that maybe, you know... Uh, yeah. I bet what, they've done first a, week. They've done a, a bundle with that, right? So they've announced the bundles in a direct. Um, and also through the Nintendo blog, they announced um, the uh, Ultimate Trainer, whatever it was called, Master Trainer stuff. Uh, that was also announced in there. So there's got to be like one or two more things that they want to announce about it before the game comes out. Uh, in my mind, just for like last minute hype before. Yeah. I, I mean, they've, if, like, they've done a people... good job of kind of, Pokemon's kind of that weird outlier for Nintendo though. Because they, yeah. they, do, they do things differently than all their other IPs. Um, and so far, we've actually just gotten a ton of gameplay videos just released kind of on their own, just randomly out of the blue. Like, you wake up in the morning, and it's like, oh, there's a new, oh, new there's Pokemon video, yeah. you know? And yeah. Well, and I also think they, they want to button it up, get it done with, get it out there, and then the focus is going to be, you know, Super Smash ASAP. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And so maybe maybe they will hold it for a while. And just let people stew on it and talk about it. I mean, the more you the more you let this leak around and get people talking about it, the more free marketing it's doing for you rather than oh, you coming yeah. out and saying, yeah, this is confirmed. Yeah, but Nintendo likes to be the one that announces it. They really well, don't everybody respond. everybody does. Well, yeah, I know, but they really don't respond well to leaks, which, no. again, no company really does. I mean, look at... No, uh, no that company could be sued now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very easily. Especially, depending upon the contract that they signed, right? Right. Like, it could be a complete breach of contract. Yeah, that's... Uh, Man, that's that's a big screw up on that dude. That sucks. He uh, well, he shot himself right in the foot for sure. Well, he knew he shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, no, this is a great lineup. This is cool. Uh, I mean, it makes the game. I don't know. Aside from Banjo Kazooie being in it, for me, like personally, none of these really make me go like, "Oh my gosh, this game is so much better than I originally thought it was." It's not yeah. like, "Oh my god." Even with Banjo Kazooie, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, like Banjo Kazooie right now, I'm gonna play like a couple times and be like, "That's cool." And yeah. then I'm going to go back to my mains. Like, He's kind of one of those characters that was thrown in there just because it's kind of fun. But well, if, if you're like in because of, um, like I said, with, with the, the Nintendo and yep. Microsoft relationship that's been going on. Right. Well, and... It's just proof of that. And, but to me, I mean, like, if, I, if I'm going to be sitting down and playing Smash, Banjo doesn't strike me as a character that would actually be a legit what character if he's to OP, play with. Though? Maybe. In the Could first, be. In the first build, what if he's you're OP? You're going to have a hell of a time beating Bayonetta. Bayonetta's the uh, top tier right now. Yeah. Or was, at least. Huh. So. Okay. We'll see. We'll have to see. Yeah. With all this out now, now that we know, let's, this sounds pretty legit. Like, this is, it like, does. locked in. Like, I'd be, like, a 90%. This is this is what's, what it's going to be. Now, knowing all the characters, is there anybody that you wish they added in here that they did not? Um, not really. I I don't think. They added a shit ton. They have a ton. 
of characters. And for me, one of the big ones was I know most people don't want more Fire Emblem characters, but um, when they but added you do. Well, yeah. Yeah. I like sword players though, so yeah. adding Krom and uh, Lucina was big yeah. for me. But yeah. I would also, I, and another one that's kind of an unpopular one is adding like someone from the Zelda universe because I really love Zelda. Yeah. But I would have nice. liked to see like Skull Kid. I think that would have been an interesting character. I would have liked to see Tingle. Of course you would. Yeah. Maybe you know who's add missing? Slippy. That's what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> if if Nintendo. Nintendo. Oh, DLC God. packs out there. Anyone's <laughs> listening? Tingle Slippy DLC pack. Together, just you know just how much two. that would sell. Oh, just would sell just great. for just for jokes. The troll characters. Yeah, Tingle and Slippy. In fact, they could be a duo. <laughs> Work together like the ice climbers. Tingle jumps on the back <laughs> of Slippy and he just starts hopping around and shit. Going, oh, oh. okay, yeah. <laughs> Tangle, no. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's the uh, the rumor mill uh, for yeah. Smash Bros Ultimate. So that's awesome. Um, like I said, cool lineup. This kind of adds to it a little bit for us. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are really pumped. I'm excited that Gino made it in. Honestly, just the Super Mario yeah. RPG is such a fantastic game. And like I said, I, right. I really hope that they bring it back. I think the Switch is going to be that system where they really start like they bring back the best of like what the old stuff was. And I have no problem with that. If they yeah. do like remasters or they do like you know an entirely new version mm-hmm. based upon that IP, like I so 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 badly want Mario Kart Double Dash to come back, and it would be perfect <laughs> on the Nintendo Switch. Nintendo, please bring back only, Double Dash. Only if you can put Tingle and, and Slippy, Slippy in a car. In a car, absolutely. No, no, no. Tingle simply <laughs> rides Slippy through the course. The, Slippy's the, just the, riding on the Slippy on the bike. Belly. The Slippy bike. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, On to the God. next piece of news. Uh, PSID or jeez, Wooly. Uh, PSNIDs um, are becoming a nightmare to a lot of gamers out there. Uh, not all gamers and applications for the PS4, PS3, PS Vita, and other PlayStation systems support the online ID change right now, which is crazy. Uh, seeing as PlayStation decided to go ahead and do it. Well, and that's something they did announce at the get-go, but we didn't realize right. how bad well, it was going to be. It's okay if it's like, hey, there might be right. some technical issues, but the. This is some of the crazy stuff that's happening. So uh, users, uh, basically changing your name uh, could lead to uh, a user losing access to content, including paid-for content, uh, that has been acquired for games, uh, including things like add-ons and and virtual currency in-game. You may lose your progress within games, including game save data, uh, leaderboard data, and progress towards trophies. Uh, Parts of your games and applications might not function properly, both online and offline, and reverting back to your old name may not fix the issue. So that's kind of crazy. I mean, they gave kind of these warnings. Yeah. But, I mean, the realistic thing was there is everyone's like, okay, cool. So, like, that's like the 0.001%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I thought it was going to be, like, a handful of things, but it seems like it's way more prevalent than what I assumed. And the fact that you can even lose your purchases because it's all tied to that name. So the fact that you could lose not only add-ons and virtual currency, but I'm pretty sure you can lose whole games. Yeah, I'm what I'm hearing. I bet you PlayStation looks to change the system up for the next gen console because it sounds like this is just a system that was just piled on top of each other each generation. It's right. not as unified as like you know Xbox, where right. you just change your name and yeah, it's fine. Well, and we kind of talked about account. this before, but the way 
PlayStation identifies you as literally by your name, whereas on other consoles, you're basically assigned like a barcode number, right? Well, yeah, and it's so, based upon your email, too, at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. So, so if you change your name or you change your email or whatever, it's all still tied. There's like three different things that identify you. So, and it's mainly tied to an assigned number. And so when you change your name, it doesn't change anything other than what it recognizes you as currently. So, yeah. And, but PlayStation set it up completely different, and now they're paying for it because it was a nightmare to let people change their names. Speaking of this name change stuff, like Microsoft and Sony both need to make within their UI and UX of their operating systems it a lot. Like it needs to, it should be saying, and it might. I know it says this now, but it needs to be like way bigger and like maybe even a pop up for people. But like, I changed my name recently to Maple Jeff, right? From my name is Jeff, and that <laughs> my name is G. Both equally ridiculous, <laughs> but you know I changed it, and people are like, "Oh, it's you." Yeah, but like, why don't like we just write formerly like underneath the name or whatever while people are scrolling through, or like people take a look at it and figure out like I don't know, just a pop up or something to let someone know that like your name changed. I think is kind of important, right? Um. Anyways, yeah. I, I mean, shoot, that's a. Uh, that's a hell of a uh, of an issue to be going on. Like I said, I, I think it's 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 not a everyone case, right. but it's definitely a lot more than what would imply what that letter was kind of right saying it, it's, in normal normal ways. It's extremely messy, and that's unfortunate to see because people have been waiting to change their names for a long time, I, and there's just some really bad names out there and names that people regret making. But everybody was a kid at one point in time, and that's when most of those. Those names were made. Yeah. Well, I just hope they fix the system so that right. it doesn't have Absolutely. to go off of that because it I just think, sucks. Yeah. I, 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 to me, I, obviously, I, I, this is not my job. I don't do anything like this. But to me, I, I don't understand why couldn't they just go through the system and assign someone a number like what Xbox does to identify people. And then from there on. It could take a lot of they, work. Yeah, it would take a lot of work. Because they're only going off one value, which is right. just the, the name, like you said. One one piece of data, right? Right. And it, the piece of data that they're going off of is not only the user-facing data to the actual like user mm-hmm. in the interface, but it's also their, you know, yeah. their key data, like well, their, their key account. Right. You know, I mean, it would be code. a ton of work for sure, but I feel like that would be the easier work around well, for whatever they're doing well if you look at them too look, look at playstation in their ui for their system in my in my own personal opinion has never been the best no, in fact absolutely but honestly nintendo has come out with some better ui stuff than than even playstation in which, some consoles which that's, pre- that's which impressive. is crazy yeah <laughs> which is crazy um even you know playstation store is yeah. not laid out the greatest compared to you know xbox and all that kind of stuff but if you take a look at like how they've introduced things and how they've worked things up it's mm-hmm. a pile up it's not a clean slate right like it's microsoft went through and cleaned up a lot of this shit because they said oh, yeah. okay so going forward like we might as this well spend the amount of time on this now right. look at avatars right instead of just updating the avatar thing they made a whole new thing Right. They could have worked on the existing one. They decided not to. They made a whole new thing, went with it, and implemented it into it. And it took a lot more time. But now if they need to add anything to it or move on to it, it's easy because it's a stable base to work upon. And PlayStation is just kind of like always adding it. Like you go back and look at PlayStation 2 online. 
absolute mess. Yeah. Comparative to Xbox Online. Yeah. Or 360 Online against a PS3 Online. Like, it was just a total... They just kind of jump on these things like, oh, shit, Xbox had this for the longest time. That's the thing. They didn't used to be the leader, right? Right. Xbox, the last gen, had it, and you had these big pivotal technical moments with online gaming and all of a sudden you know, like a gamer tag actually meant something and achievements actually meant something and so what do you do do you hold back from doing the technical stuff for like a year or two or do you say well playstation has the exact same stuff and right. you just get it done and just pile it on top so i think it's just well, kind of caught up to them i almost wonder if uh, I, f- I feel like maybe it would have been a better idea to wait for the next console generation so then when somebody signs yeah yeah when somebody decides to sign in on the next generation of console then you as as soon as they sign in for the first time on that assign them that number so then you have a way of adding people as they go and it it might be a way to make it easier they could eat not easily but there's there's absolute ways that they can uh, go through and assign yeah they just run they run a you know a a quick script through everything and it it can assign an id identification number like let's call it a 32 digit identification number something that's going to be able to hold that mass amount of users and you know basically have enough variance in it where it can store everyone's values and then yeah. go forward with it. But they when got, you do that, you have to fundamentally change how the PlayStation reads everything. Yeah. And then you look at the software that people have made for mm-hmm. this. And then the way that, you know, the SDK and the way that everything works for a developer for this, for achievements, for online play for users. I don't know if you could get around that and possibly make that change and it not mess something up to where the games don't work. And like, if you're talking about like a two or three or four year old game doesn't work, is the dev really going to go back and update that? Right. It's going to cost something to do that. Right. Oh, so yeah. it, it's, there's, you know, there's definitely somewhere where they're having problems because there's a lot of smart people over there at Sony and they would have oh, figured yeah. it out if it was that simple. So I just don't think they want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not on their No, they're going to do it for the next gen this system. But yeah, I just yeah. don't think they care right now. Like I think they're just like, okay, hey, people want to do this. This is a revenue stream. Yeah, Here's cool. Something. We can make nine bucks off Here's of... Here's a half-ass... <laughs> well, it's just a pile-on, right? Yeah. Like, hey, why, why, Xbox users can do this for the longest time. Why can't I do this? Yeah. Okay, cool. Are you willing to pay nine bucks? Yes. Okay, cool. Great. Like, I bet you they made a, a shit ton of money oh, yeah. when that first happened. Um, and, and then yeah, this is even just the beta currently, right? Yeah. So and they probably made a ton of money still. Absolutely. And when it's out of beta and it's fixed, like they're either gonna fix this completely and, and come up, you know, with the with the the public version and let everybody do it, or you know, they'll just Meh. wait. There's almost a sense of just waiting. Yeah. I mean, really, like well, they talked about they what did a year announce it'll now. come out early next year. That to the general public. So maybe they'll just do a whole rewrite of of PlayStation Network because they're gonna have to anyways, and then it goes onto the next system. Like, yeah. my thought on this is that I feel like the next Xbox that comes out and the next PlayStation that comes out, I don't think the UI or the UX is really going to change comparative to what's out here now. Probably not. I think the back-end system of PlayStation is going to change. I think a little bit of the UI and UX might change for Xbox, but for all intents and purposes, I think it's really just going to be all about hardware. And then if they need to change the OS, they will. But I don't think... I, the amount of work that Xbox alone has put into changing its you know user interface is insane and it's taken a long time and it's been a lot of trial and error and i just i just think where it's at right now like i'm not i'm not upset with xbox at all with the ui no with sony i think it's they all need right. to, i think sony needs to fundamentally change change it because it's the same it's the psp i like how the ui runs or sorry not runs on the xbox i like how it looks my biggest issue is yeah, it's kind of slow. slow. It, yeah. It's very... But that, there yeah. you go. It could be hardware requirement, right? Right. 
like when I run it on when I run the the Xbox application on my PC that runs pretty similar to yeah you know on the Xbox runs smooth right obviously because we've got right. a decent PC but you know that's the thing I think PlayStation is going to fundamentally change everything on it and or they won't do anything because yeah. they haven't done anything for years well the UI on the on the PS3 is the <clears throat> same as it was on on the PSP right yeah it's been using the same one one track kind of you know horizontal and then linear for your options and subcategories so yeah i don't know be interesting but yeah i think it's but that's also the problem too is if you come up with a new system then what really is the difference between like an xbox one x and the new system if there's no ui change do you know what i mean i mean the only thing they're going to be changing is the the internals i mean as, as far as what it is capable of i mean yeah. changing because uh, i mean that's but that's, that's all they do anyway yeah but that's part. like but what i'm trying to say is like, that's akin to like you ha- like windows 10 is out right now right right that's the current operating system that's like you going just buying a faster computer but it still has the same operating system it's not necessarily a new computer right it'd be like going and buying an iphone that internally like an iphone plus yeah where internally it has better specs Runs the exact same operating system as right. the current. The only thing you'd be gaining is in games is the only place you're really going to be gaining anything. But it, which is fine. Which but is like the but what's the difference between it, but, but what's the difference between that and just like an Xbox One X? Because that's literally what Xbox One X. No, is. I agree. Totally different skew. I was actually going to say that UI. next. Yeah. It's, so maybe it's just the 1X maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah. they maybe they will or, change UI to uh, just yes. you know make it. I want dark. I want darker UI. I know you can change colors and stuff. Yeah. I want like darker UI. It's I want still like pretty sleeker bright, looking right? like I don't know. I want sleeker looking stuff. I want uh They've always I want Microsoft's moving imagery. Always does does that stuff though. They want, they like, do the big bold well, colors thing, and I don't I, I think one of the most I think a fantastic thing that's come out recently is a Discord store. Yeah. Um if you go on there and you take a look at their page it shows like a sick hero image in the background. Then there's like a video floating, like a trailer in it, and like that's what I want. Like I hate right now on the Xbox where I go click on a game, and then there's like an awkward six to seven second pause for the trailer, which is like a quarter size at the top. It's like a yeah. third cut off of the top third for the trailer, yeah. and you have to click it, and then it goes full screen. You're like, I don't want to see that. Just give me a trailer in a box. Yeah. Let it play and Why let me scroll, scroll through, through exactly. this shit. And I don't care yes. if the trailer follows me Good while I'm God, scrolling yes. through the information. Don't care. I, I'd love right. that because I'm getting oh, sound yeah. while I'm reading something. Right. It's like Audible. <laughs> but anyways, no. So I'd let love, me tell you about it. <laughs> yeah. So no, like I'd love to see that. I'd love to see better. Like I get originally they wanted to do better social interaction with friends. I'd like to see like. I'd like to see quicker chat. I'd like to see, obviously, better performance in terms of the operating system. Um, I'd like to see, you know, I don't know. I want to see, like, cooler ways to track and see my achievements. Um, I want to feel like everything's robust rather than, like, everything just was, like, just little add-ons every single time. Because every single thing in in the current operating system on xbox it just feels like an additional application within the operating system rather than just being part of it right. like on this on this computer reason right now if you click on the right here you get your notification bar and it comes out from the side right mm-hmm. in an example if i want to see my achievements in in game 
uh, and I want to have a, a pop-up box showing me my achievements while I'm playing like Overwatch or something to see what my next achievement unlocked is. I have to go and I have to click like four times into settings, go into the achievement settings. Then I have to go into there, do a pop-up. I have to choose my size, all this kind of stuff. I just want to, I want to feel like fluidity to it rather than having to click like 17 different buttons to do like one thing. Like the, that achievement box that shows up, that's supposed to be for convenience. Yet to get to the use of it being convenient is a pain in the ass. So it completely destroys the entire point of it actually being convenient. It should just be like a quick button. I want to see like sick like hotkeys you can put up. Like, hey, yeah. if I press, if I like set macros or I press A and Y while I'm on my home screen, boom, that pops up. Yeah. If I want to see my friend list live while I'm moving, boom, I press B and A at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, while I'm on like the menu or whatever, cool, great, pops that up. Like that's the kind of stuff I want to see. Yeah, and and I want actually, to see I think features. I think not necessarily for the way it looked, but I think the 360 had one of the best menus because you hit the Xbox button, Everything it popped up, and you it was could get right there. Anything you could it was do, absolutely great. Anything. Yeah, absolutely I mean, right. it, it looked like shit by today's standards. Yeah, but yeah, but, but it, it doesn't matter. Functioned. It was perfectly. convenient because exactly. you're in the you're in the middle of a game. And you don't need to go back to this whole home screen where right. now you have to navigate everything and then the application's running in the background. Yeah. You just, it that, pops up and you're like, shit, I need to change, you know, my sound on my headset. Right. I Great. had that all changed or I had that all memorized perfectly to where I'd hit the menu and, you know, R B, L B, whatever yeah. to get to where I needed to and be like and hit people, it. And like without even thinking about I've it. I've heard people argue like, Well, you know, Jeff, like the, the sidebar comes out on the side while you're in game. Eh. Cool, but I need to go to settings. Now I hit settings. Right. Now the application's running in the background, yeah. and I'm just on another fucking page. One more click. Right. They have to go through. Well, and even Which then, sounds like a pain in the ass. Hit, it sounds like I'm just nitpicking. But yeah. like when you design UI and UX, like less clicks the fucking better because then it's actually convenient for me. Well, that's uh, why there's an Xbox button there. And there's no. And that the other thing is, if you click on settings, it takes you to the settings app. It does not. Oh, even, yeah. It doesn't even take you to like a quick no, menu no, no. or no, change no. anything on no. the fly. My games like, and applications. Of the game. <laughs> it's a Sorry. pop filter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking with my hands. Uh, no, it, it, so it takes you out of the game or whatever you're doing and then takes you to this extra you know, menu or this ac- extra application to, to make your adjustments. And it's completely... And you wait for it to load. Right. And I'm not looking to do every setting imaginable. No, just something... But good God. The like, frequent. Like, let me, the oh, shit. Ones. You know, I want to change my... Like, ah, uh, I just... I don't know. Like, it's yeah. just... Yeah, hopefully it changes. Anyways, on to the next piece of news because we got off topic somehow. No, not whatever. us. We'd never do that. It created a great discussion. Um, <laughs> Nintendo Labo is coming to the classroom. So Nintendo uh, has teamed up um, and, and basically made this, this statement. Is Nintendo Labo is heading to schools across the country in a new program designed to inspire kids with fun learning activities during the 2018-2019 school year. Uh, the program will be in approximately 100 classrooms for grades two and four, so or two to four. Uh, so that's not a lot of classrooms. But no. uh, Nintendo's teamed up with the Institute of Play, uh, a non-for-profit uh, committed to creating transform or transformational, geez, play-based learning experiences to help teachers integrate Nintendo Labo into the curriculum. Students will get to work in small groups to complete a series of projects that introduce basic principles of design and technology. Uh, since Nintendo Labo kits combine hands-on creation and technology, they can be a great way to illustrate basic uh, STEM concepts um, as well as skills, including sorry, communication, critical thinking, creativity, and problem solving. So it's trying to do the, the basic, I guess it's called STEAM concepts now, but science technology uh, is usually the STEM 
principal that, the A curriculum? is art. Is it? Oh, they added, they added art. art in there. Okay, yeah. they added art into it. Okay. Yeah, because kids were starting to not care about art, and so then well, they so were you don't losing get design, that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. So you, they had to try to balance it back out. This is cool. I mean, we talked yeah. about Nintendo Labo, and I said, you know, if it doesn't do well on the consumer level of things, they're going to need to find another possibility of stream for it. Which I guess the costumes a good idea. Problem is, at the end of the day, this is cardboard, yeah. so it's like going to last in a classroom full of kids no i don't really know God, like no. i look back to this and like Dude. this is trying to be like lego mastermind because i yeah. used that in school and we had like a we had like a a three-week course on like robotics and like programming and stuff mm-hmm. like that when i was in elementary school um or actually i think middle school and we did like lego mastermind or yeah. whatever and you use the robotics or robotnik stuff and all that i'm concerned about my own kids just my my two kids with my lab you haven't even built yours yet have you no yeah look over there in that corner oh my god God. Sorry, right, right, right behind the couch. Yep, oh my nope, still God. sitting there. It's gonna happen one day. I just don't know when that day will be. Someday it'll happen. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem, though. You've got because you sit there and you go, okay, I want to build a piano out of cardboard today. For well, four it's hours not even that. I literally have not had time because I've told the kids I'll do it, and something always comes up. And you are letting your children sucks. down. I know. Terrible. Terrible father. This is cool news. Um, to test, uh, you know, it's a hundred classrooms, so that's obviously just a test bed. Um, I imagine if this goes well, they'll do case studies and this will turn into a lot of money for Nintendo, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to get into education is huge. Uh, the fact also is that these kits, I'm guessing, would sell a, for a lot more than what the consumer would because you basically have a, a plan out, right? Like right. a like a teaching plan or a teaching curriculum. Yeah, and schedule um, laid out by Nintendo in it, which is kind of crazy, or through the Institute of Play. So I think it's pretty cool, though. I mean, yeah. I, I'm really excited to see. Well, it's good. It's programming, I guess. Well, it's yeah, you get a it's lot art, of good design, stuff. And that, that's one of the big things is if they use the, um, the what is it, Toy-Con Garage? Yeah. Where they do all the programming they can make stuff. make their that's own stuff. Awesome. That's great. That is awesome. That is a great yeah. learning tool, simple coding, and just kind of messing with stuff and figuring things out. I think that's awesome and cool to see, and yeah. I hope it does well. Obviously, yeah. well, I know we, we say that a lot, we're doing but stuff we, we don't want to see anything fail. I mean, no, never, <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Um, I mean, they did something similar to Minecraft, right? Yeah. In schools, they still do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is cool. Um, you know what I see Labo getting into? I see Labo getting into um additional like IP licensing. Mm-hmm. So like the consumer side of Labo up to this point, I don't know numbers, but from looking at it from the outs- outside, I don't think really anybody. I don't think it did that well. In the consumer space for education, I think it'll do really well, um, especially if they're teamed up with Institute of Play, like nonprofit like that, mm-hmm. to push it forward with teaching oh, lessons yeah. and stuff like that. But I think what they'll do, if I was Nintendo, I'd start teaming up with like, you know, Epic for like Fortnite stuff, and mm-hmm. you can build like you know the Fortnite, you know, a Fortnite weapon, um, or you can build you know build something. Yeah, Porta Fort. Well, I just don't even know. Like, why not like use Mario? Why not use some of these things to get I've people to that was weird. to you know. I, I guess Nintendo's old, like, proven product stuff has always been, if we're going to go in, like, if they're going to go into a new sector, at least from, like, what I've studied, is if they're going to go into a new sector or or have a completely new product, they're going to, aside, aside from, uh, you know, the core video game home console, they're going to announce it before the holiday season. So, Labo came in the summertime, mm-hmm. right? They're going to see how it does. If it does well, even before holiday season, they're going to double, triple, quadruple up on holiday season. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen anything. We haven't seen shit in Nintendo Directs for Nintendo Labo, and we haven't seen any sort of sales. 
any sort of promotions, any sort of anything. Like yeah. th- there should be little mini Labo kits that you can go pick up for like twenty just bucks. Like, yeah, just or build something. One and thing. it adds to like let's say Smash. And right. it, it's basically an amiibo, and you build an amiibo, and you learn about it and stuff like that, just to right. get people like, oh wow, this is kind of neat. My kid likes this. Yeah, I'll go spend you know a hundred dollars on a box of cardboard. Make cardboard Mario. No, just anything. Yeah. Like, why not just make smaller versions of this where people don't have to put a big commitment to cardboard? If your kid loves it enough, then you'll go spend eighty dollars for the cardboard piano. Right. Right. Great. Cool. I think, I think the big thing on this, I think this is going to be much better as a learning tool, and I think where they're going to actually do well with this product is going to be in schools and yeah. things of that nature. Yeah. I think the consumer side of it's just going to be in a Well, they a need to license for consumers. Well, absolutely. Nobody wants to make a piano. Right. Like right. they want to make like a, you know, yeah. Sam. I think or... the I think the consumer side of it's probably just going to be a little add-on for them. I don't think they're going to get into the licensing part of it. I don't think you're ever going to get Mario or Samus or anything like that. I just don't I know think, why. I know, but it's, it's ridiculous. It, well, look. You at imagine a Master Nintendo Sword does weird shit, man. Imagine Master Sword Labo kit where you put the Joy-Con I, into it, boom, that help. I would go buy it right fucking now. Yeah. Like that'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. A Master Sword, like the Hylian Shield. Yep. That's oh, dude, I'd bonkers. Be, uh, I, yeah, absolutely. I'd be in line to buy it. Absolutely. But it's just right insane now. to me because obviously, like, consumers for video games don't want to, like, nobody wants to go teach your kids can how to you, build a cardboard piano. Can you imagine? If you're forced to if, do it in school, If yes. they keep this going, right? If the, by the time the next Zelda comes out and they do a uh, Labo where you make the shield and sword and you play, like, Skyward Sword, where you're running around swinging a nunchuck and a. In a Wii remote, but obviously in this case yeah, it'd be Joy-Cons, Joy-Con, right? Yeah, yeah. That'd be sweet. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd be on board. Yeah. But the thing is, like, Nintendo does these weird things, and we've talked about it before. They don't use their IPs. they're not IPs. willing to take risk. Yeah. They're not willing to take they don't risk on their take... own product. Because I, I think, in a way, they're scared to fuck it up. They don't like to mess with, like, if you look at... I Nintendo, get it. If you look at Mario or or even they, I get it, but there's like they such, do little yeah it's fucking it's weird. a fucking no brainer in this instance <laughs> though like I get it if you're like oh wow we're coming out with uh you know shoes and here's Mario shoes okay great cool right. whatever but in this instance you're literally trying to get people to use more controls and more shit out of the Nintendo Switch and put more time in the Nintendo right. Switch. Why not tie it to games? Dude, I have no clue. <laughs> I don't get it It's at totally all. fine if you want to do something with Labo, with the Hylian Shield and the Master Sword. That'd be fantastic. But why not also make it so it's integrated into the game and you're like, this is awesome. They already did that with Amiibo. Amiibos are fucking pop figures yeah. that have an RFID chip or an NFC chip in the bottom, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And then you just pop it and it gives you a stupid fucking item in it. And, and they sell, sell like... like- Hotcakes. I, w- I didn't want to say it. Well, I didn't yeah. say it either. <laughs> it's but yeah. Weird. No, it sells ridiculously. I mean, to the point where they're selling out so quickly that they sell for hundreds of dollars online. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. It's just... You imagine just a link kit. You've got a boomerang. You've got the Hylian shield. You've got the master sword. You put the screen on the bottom of the floor or whatever. You throw yep. the boomerang. You can see it go out. You can see it come back in first-person view. Just bullshit stuff like that yeah. in the game. People Nintendo buy could literally sell a turd with Link's face on it. And it would Absolutely. sell like crazy. Yeah. It's unreal. Absolutely. And they just don't. I don't get it. Jesus. Anyways, <laughs> on to the next piece of news. Uh, Bethesda put out kind of an interesting piece of PR, and I'll read it here. It's a little long, so I might not read all of it, but I'll read most of it. 
<clears throat> Gather around, kids. As a development studio, uh, we've taken a lot of journeys. We've tried not to repeat ourselves, yet all our games have a similar DNA. In 2015, we decided to try something very new and very scary for us. Take one of our worlds and make it online only. Once the idea of Fallout online survival games stuck, there was no turning back. But still some worry and questions. Will people want this from Fallout? Will they want it from us? How the hell are we going to make this and what exactly is this? Since that time, we've grown to four studios across North America and built a game world four times the size of our last. We developed all new technologies and services while, bend while bending older technology to do things we didn't think it could. We pushed ourselves in new ways that surprised even us. Our worlds, whether it be Fallout, Elder Scrolls, or the coming Starfield, are important places to us. We do everything we can to treat them with care. We know they mean just as much to you that the time that, that you spend in them is important, and you want each time you experience one to be special and all it can be. And that, with Fallout 76, you too are left wondering, what exactly is this? And the answer to that question, more than any game we've made, is that's up to you. With our beta starting tomorrow, it's fun, which is today, yeah. Um, it's finally time for Fallout 76. Uh, two, days ago, but yeah. two days ago? Okay, two sorry. Days, 23rd. Oh, that's right. It's finally time for Fallout 76 to begin its real journey because it's all of you who will truly bring life to the world. Uh, then they say, usually after years of development, we finally finish, release the game, and take a break. With 76, we feel we have not finished but reached a starting line where all new work begins. Uh, we all know with the scale of our games and the systems we let you use that unforeseen bugs and issues always come up. Given that we're doing, uh, giving what we're doing, sorry, with 76, we know we're opening everyone up to all, an all new spectacular issues none of us have encountered. Some we're aware of, such as areas where performance needs to improve with lots of players. Others, we surely don't. We need your help finding them and advice on what's important to fix. We'll address all of it now and after launch. We can't thank all of you enough. Yeah, for your support over the years, blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, we try something new. It's incredibly exciting to finally jump into the world of Fallout and experience it together with you. This is just a start. Um, so a lot of people are kind of like saying that this is kind of a like um, a cop-out, I guess, for, for some of the mistakes that have been made. I don't think so. I don't think so. I either. think this is actually a decent letter. I think mm -hmm. the way that the letter is written is in like bro speak rather than <laughs> yeah. like a standard company pr which actually has some good advantages and merits to it because it's not really like a a bullshit pr where it's like right fallout 76 is currently in beta thus you might experience blah 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 and blah yeah please send your feedback so we can make this game better it kind of goes into more of a human like you know personal aspect which is great mm -hmm. um at the same time in some of their statements like they haven't done this they have with other scrolls online yeah, and at, this still this uses that system. Like you cannot sit here and tell me that they just built this system from scratch. No, they definitely it's built upon from that. Yes, yeah, it's built upon that. Now the fact also that they said they started this in 2015, so it's three years that they've yeah. done the project, almost four, let's call it, because it's going to be 2019 in a couple months here. Right. Right. So. You know, it's a lot of time to put into a project. It's typically the time in a lot of these Fallout games, some even more. But I don't I don't know. Like, from what's been shown in the betas, like, I think it's just a giant leap that they took that I honestly think at this point they've made their minds up that the next Fallout won't... Like, I, I from the beginning, I thought that Fallout 76 was just going to always be a standalone, like, mm -hmm. fun little world on its own. 
Yeah. And then that they would just continue on with normal fallouts after this, and Fallout 76 would just continue going up, and it'll just become an, an ESO where you just have, you know, DLC packs and expansion packs that you can purchase, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. Like, there's nothing stopping Fallout 76 from even being a free-to-play title, like when they started it in that business model, but they're not going to do that. They're going to follow the ESO model, which was buy the $60 game, you're in, buy the expansion packs, you know, for 20 bucks a piece, yeah. and you're and- up. And Elder Scrolls Online right now, I mean, you can literally pick up a copy of it for six yeah. bucks. Yeah, but you don't want that. That's no, 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 no. Yeah. Right, right. You you need the all the DLCs and stuff for it to be relevant anymore. But at the same time, I, I am still extremely concerned for this game. Even after seeing some of the beta stuff, um, I, I did find out that it's not just eight people in the world. I must have missed when they talked about oh, yeah, that. Because no. initially, when they talked about it at E3, I, I thought they had said there was two teams of four. I was completely off. It's, uh, I think they said there's 24 people in a server. Yeah. So, but um, still, like, yeah, that's right, right. not, you spread out, you know, with yeah. their world. The world is four times larger than anyone, any I single mean, world that they've you created. You could go for days and not see anyone. Easy. Which is great. Yeah. Because it's also, it's supposed to be a barren wasteland, mm-hmm. right? But, at the and same then if time, you want the multiplayer aspect of it, you know, get a couple of your buddies in there and you do it. Yeah. But I, I'm still interested. I need to. I, I did some research on it, and I got some answers to some things. But yeah. I would have liked to see a little bit I, more because I'm curious as to how. So well, you jump into that server and stuff. I mean, and you build this big camp. But what if you jump in? How's that? How does it translate? I mean, here's the thing. I think the reason why. So there's a sentence that you said right where you're concerned for the game. I think the only reason you're concerned for the game was because when I was at E3 when this was announced, and they're showing off all this stuff, and they did it. They treated this as. Just like any other Fallout, yeah. The way that they announced it, I know that the, like there's Todd talked about how you know, hey, this is different than any other Fallout. Mm-hmm. I get that line, but you have to show people. You have to visibly show people how it is completely different. And the way that they showed the game, the way that they continued to portray the game in its marketing essence, was not. It was it it was all done in the manner where it just looked like a normal Fallout, and that's why people are so concerned because it was never meant to be a normal Fallout, and that's what this right. letter states. Right, absolutely. It was never meant to be like how Fallout has ever been, and it's not supposed to be something where this is the only direction that Fallout will go in the future. Right, they should have called this Fallout Online or something like that. Yeah, or Fallout I agree. Worlds we Online. talked about that one. Time yeah, too. Right? Because because you would never sit online, here. You're right. You wouldn't be sitting here saying, I'm so concerned for this game, because it would have no attachment to the original Fallout See, line. that's not my concern, though. I mean, I understand what the game is, so it not having online in the title doesn't really concern me. My my issue is, uh, my concern stems from the fact that Elder Scrolls had issues. a lot of issues, yeah. and I'm... I don't want to see them go down the same path again because I can't get into Elder Scrolls. I don't like it. It doesn't feel right to me. I no. love the Elder Scrolls no, games. No, we tried it. We, yeah. we, got, we got out of there in a couple hours. Like, mm. That's my problem with it is I'm I'm concerned it is going to feel the same way but in the Fallout universe now. And I've already seen things, you know, like obviously Vats had to be changed because you can't do that in an online game. Yeah. yeah Vats is different. and uh, But people are saying it does have the Fallout vibe. It does feel like a Fallout game. They're just saying performance-wise, it's terrible. Yeah, it just runs like shit. Which, which is terrible. Is, which is terrible, because even if they are calling this a beta, we're like a month from launch. So... It's not... And this is the thing. The, the note, too, I have no problem with the letter with them saying this is a start. 
But it's like, God damn it. Like, if right. you need to take more time, take more time That's for it. That's what I and feel. And don't, like, I don't know. It, like, it feels rushed. It feels uh, like they... Even, it feels like a cop-out in some sense. Like, right. There's so many fucking well, games that come out now that are online, and it's like, this is just the start of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, like, here's the thing is, I know for a, a fucking fact that now, when this is a difference, but and I love Bethesda. I love... Absolutely. I fucking love Bethesda. Yeah. I love Rockstar Games more, though. Because right. I have confidence that when Red Dead comes out, all the shit that they did in GTA Online, that sucked at the start. They have fleshed it out and they've made it work now. They learn from their past experience. And they're taking extra fucking time not to launch it with Red Dead. Right. Two reasons. One, they want to launch it when Fallout launches to take away from Fallout. Because right. that's what fucking companies do. Yeah. Two, extend the life of the game. Beyond the story mode, right? Because, you know, maybe a hardcore gamer, it's going to take like a month to blow through or, you know, a month and a half, whatever, right? But I know for a fact when the on, when Red Dead Online comes on that it's going to be fucking solid. Right. And in this instance, ESO did not work out very well. It's still something that's like meh yeah. to most people. If you can go buy the fucking game for $6 at a GameStop, for four, I bought it for $2.50 yeah. in a GameStop. Right. That's not a good game. No. <laughs> when it's $2.50, that has zero perceived value on the on the free market, that's terrible. Right. But it's like it just show it just seems like they didn't learn from that mm-hmm. and they just kind of took from it and said, "Well, if we just skin this now as a Fallout ESO, right. It's going to sell and it's going to do well." And I don't even I think Bethesda is one of the companies honestly that when they do something like that, they don't first think like, "Oh, if we just skin this and put Followed in it, it's going to sell a shit ton. I, I generally don't think that they do that. No. I generally think that they say, if we put Fallout into this, this is going to be really awesome. Right. But the problem is, is that ESO wasn't awesome. And ESO still isn't awesome. Right. And it's just fucking showing. So it's like, and then people get yeah. away with this. There's been so many games that have come up and like, hey, this is going to be you know improved. Every single month we're going to do updates for this and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and do this. And the game's not finished. Like, fucking PUBG. Oh, God. Same deal. Like early access, I would have loved to have seen Fallout seventy six launch early, early access, access right. November twenty sixth. That is a title that I can see it being. That would have been fantastic. Right, absolutely. And that's the thing. See, when I was saying it felt rushed, I feel like the game has been rushed to an extent. And that's when they put this letter out, at, like a day after the beta came out, and acknowledge the fact that there's bugs in there. That tells me that they did not spend enough time to go through and find bugs and try to fix things and do things. And just from people playing the beta, mind you, you can only play the beta during certain times. Uh, you can only play them for like a four-hour window. Yeah, right? for, for load testing, yeah. Right. For stress tests. But anyway, I, to me, it seems like they they know that there's issues and they just put it out there anyway because it's, it, it's this big joke that... Oh, it's a Bethesda game. It's going to have bugs, you know, because it has all these wonky bugs and weird things. But and glitches, yeah. Right, and I I, I feel like I, I'm with you. It feels like a cop-out. It feels like, well, I mean, there's unless, bugs. Unless and... we're all fucking idiots, and this just turns into, this looks like shit on this. On PC, it's going to look fucking gorgeous. And then the next generation console looks great. Yeah. Unless that's the whole fucking play here is just get it out. Get it on this Genesis system. I think get that it making use... money. Just like Red Dead. Yeah. Red Dead's going to come on this. You know damn well Red Dead oh, 2 is going on the next generation immediately. Yeah. GTA 5, I bet you, goes to the next generation too. Shit. <laughs> I bet you go to be across three, three generations. Yeah. yeah. I damn. bet you go. I, I don't it. doubt it, but shit. Uh, t- 
I think if that is their move here, I think it's a bad move. Because if you release it and it runs like shit and you put a bad taste in people's mouth, they're, they're not going to want to buy it on the next one. They're probably already working with the new Xbox. They probably. have such an integral relationship with Microsoft now oh, yeah. off of after E3 showing that, that they can put Fallout and all that kind of shit onto Game Pass. That's huge. Yeah. You're willing to put your, your AAA title out there on Game Pass and receive probably, honestly, I mean, they probably got a good chunk of change at the start oh, and yeah, a check absolutely but i mean regardless of that like the subscription base on it the earnings of it are far right. less than if you're just to sell copies so these guys are probably working on the next xbox already testing it or oh, they're I'm building sure. it for it but that's the thing like just fucking wait yeah because releasing it on the last gen console where it doesn't run well is not a good move because you're just going to piss people off yeah. it's just like when eso came out on computer and or on pc sorry not computer Com- <laughs> computer <laughs> that one thing uh, <laughs> Jeez. Uh, on PC and they had the subscription service and all this and this and this once they finally started to kind of rein it in it was too late that's the thing like, after after you piss enough people off they're not going to care to come back even if the game's better or not. no so, no, so especially so if doing this pay it's for just it right on a monthly basis yeah that one was a real bad move but I just I don't see if that is their move to put it on the next console, I don't think it was a good time. To I would have loved it. to see it early access, get people to buy in it early access. No fucking problem. That's awesome. See updates go to it. The new fucking Xbox and PlayStation get announced. It's also going to be on there. I'm then going to go buy a new Xbox or PlayStation. Now I've bought the game fucking twice, but the first time I bought it, I got early access to it. So I'm still I'm happy. I can't complain because I got access before anybody else. You know, because yeah. I paid into it. Right. That would have been fucking great. And yeah. then, and then this kind of letter, they could have not got away with it, but it would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, it would have been much, much better. I mean, if I understand that everybody's like, "Oh, well, it's the beta." Okay, but this no beta, shit. This beta is a month before. Is it really a beta at that point? It seems way more like a demo when you're only a month away from release. Yeah, less than a month. I mean, well, and the brutal part too is, and that's that's common for it's almost just, yeah. every game anymore. It, they put out this beta which was air quotes by the way test, but yeah. it's it's not it doesn't seem like a beta nothing most of the time no, nothing mo- changes dude, most of the fucking most of the reason for that going out is literally just load testing the servers absolutely and stress testing the environment for multiple and then even and when they're fucked they still don't change anything after yeah. time no we it's saw that stupid we it, saw that just, stuff. or they downgrade more shit like here's the thing these betas are gonna happen and they might find shit we're going to have to downgrade the performance of some of these things in, in the game. And then it's just going to be even shittier graphics or shittier right. things. The hope is that it gets better. Yeah. The hope is that what they've been showing now is shittier performance on the graphics side just to ensure that the multiplayer runs possibly like run runs good in their stress test environment. Yeah. And it doesn't, mind you. Right. People are saying it, it's laggy, textures loaded. But it's like if and you're going to make the game... Yeah, like it should have been early access. For this game to be $60 out of the box, and yeah. you're going to load it up like that, and then they're going to say, but it's going to keep evolving. How is it going to evolve? Am I going to get the shit for free? Because right. if it's going to evolve, and it's going to cost me $20 every fucking every three months yep. to make the game better, the game's never been fucking better. I just got, I just spent another fucking $20 to make the game better. No. The original think... $60 purchase was not worth it to me if I, I had to do that. I've seen a lot of people say they had fun with it, but I think part of the problem around this stems the fact that Bethesda has gotten a pass for buggy games 
for a long time now because it's been a running joke. They just people just accept it and well, because they're, they're massive right. environments and it's hard to. Oh, I I get that, but at the same time, I mean, no, no, I, I agree with you. There, there's a big double standard on that because yeah. other companies would be like, "What the fuck is this? It's not polished." Right. But then you sit there and you're like, "Okay, like a massive world like Skyrim, where there's glitches and like you know NPCs running around weird and shit like that, and yeah. like, people glitching out and limbs flying all over the place. Like you know, it's hard to it's hard to contain and maintain those things and, and find oh, the, the point of it. But yeah, no, like, and that's the thing. Even in this fucking thing, they say. So typically, we ship, a, we build a game, we ship a game, and take we take a break, and we take a break and walk away. Yep. And this, and that's this the thing. they have, can... they've done that, but oh yeah, yeah, you can't. And that's the thing, you can't take a break from this fucking thing. No. So if they're gonna need to change their mindset already on ESO and all that kind of stuff, they've proven they don't fucking do it. Yeah. And, and this is, and I love Bethesda. I don't want to yeah, sound like an say, asshole. I wish nothing Bethesda. ill. Absolutely. I wish nothing ill of it. I'm just, we're just pointing out that there's clearly a fucking double standard. The, yeah. On a lot there's of there's some stuff. glaring issues, and and it's it's unfortunate because that that's the the bad part about what we're doing here. We have to point out these things, even if we want to believe this game is going to be amazing. We have to be critical of it. Because and even as a gamer, you should be because you're going to be giving sixty dollars for this game or whatever. I mean, and if you have to wait fucking five months yeah. for it to be worth sixty dollars to you, like what the fuck? Right. Yeah, and then Why I'll, you just wait I'll five pick it up minutes for when it's forty bucks. Right. Absolutely. Maybe less, depending on if it was the way of ESO. Fuck, right. it might be like twenty dollars. It'd be fifteen bucks. Jesus. No time. No, My I, God. Yeah. Okay. What? Well, uh, regardless <laughs> of that, do you think? Do you think it sells well? I think it sells good. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say great. Good. I, I don't want to say great. I don't want to say it's going to sell. You know what I think? I, I think it's going to sell. God dang it. I, I think <laughs> it's going to sell well, but I do not think it is going to sell amazing. I think with the beta and a lot of the other stuff, I think that it is definitely going to be less than what they expected. I think it's going to sell great. Really? Yep, because I think, one, all the people who are still complaining about it are still going to go and buy it, and then they're going to still complain about it. Yeah. Even when it's out. Well, and then the people who haven't done the research that just think it's another fucking Fallout are going to buy it and go, what the fuck is this? And they're going to complain about it. I think it's exactly going to sell. exactly why they need to yes. put online in the name. Exactly. 100%. I, I think that it's going to sell very well. In fact, I think it's going to sell fantastic. But yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of returns and a lot of fucking complaining. Oh yeah, because there's a lot of people out there that like own a own a PlayStation or own an Xbox, and they only buy four games for the fucking thing the entire time they own it. They buy a Grand Theft Auto, they buy a Fallout, they might buy you know they're gonna buy Red Dead, like the casualish kind of gamer yeah. out there. Basically, they go pick up Fallout. Yeah, always, and they're gonna go, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. Yep. It's uh, there's so many decisions like, that just... Fallout seventy six online yeah. would have been perfect. Fallout, you know. Dude, I think that is one of the biggest mistakes that they have made on this game is not saying specifically in the title that it is online because they are going to have a lot of pissed off people. There's a lot of things that concern me about this game, but that is one that is going to be a major major shit. You're going to go to work. Not my work, but like, I'm not going to have this problem at my work, but you're going to go to work. You're not going to take me to work with you? No. No, you're going to go to your work, and this is the problem that you're going to have. Someone's going to say, man, you get me to follow? Yeah, what the fuck? They changed it. Yeah. And then I have and to sit like, there and explain like, it. No, like, I mean it's a totally different thing. Should have listened to my thing. fucking podcast. It's like it's a, it's a totally different thing. It's not it's not like a normal follow. Well, it is. It's called fucking follow. It's yeah. like oh god. And that's just gonna fucking happen oh, yeah. across this nation. <laughs> that's going. It's gonna sweep across the fucking nation. 
And there's going to be a bunch of returns and shit. I bet you see an article that says, like, GameStop sees returns of Fallout 76, blah, blah, blah. Because 100%. of that. There's so many fucking people that play Fallout that don't, want, that don't fucking touch WoW or any of that. Yeah. They don't want anything to do with that. No. They just want a world not. where it's just them and they're just... Yeah, because traditionally it is a single-player game, and that's what people love about it. Some people have a hard-on for it being a single-player game, and they don't want to see it change. So, I I just... I I don't know, man. It's it's interesting. But, meanwhile... Yeah, uh, delays, (laughs) or I guess pushbacks, uh, quickly on this one. Battlefield V, their Battle Royale mode got pushed to March of 2019. So they're saying they're pushing it back to focus on the story. Yeah, because initially this if, fucking game comes out pretty soon. Yeah, so that's kind of scary. Yeah, like I, I mean, I guess you're you're trying to round it up in the last minute. And you're trying to see you know complaints and stuff like that. Good for you. You know, you're taking feedback, but the pushback also clearly is you know uh, between PUBG, uh, Fortnite, and Black Ops Four Blackout mode. Yeah, you know you're getting your ass kicked. And so you know, I guess the hope is that through Blackout coming out that you know, maybe one of those three die off or, or their market share gets depleted by a, a vast amount and then, you know, Battlefield can sweep in there and, and take the rest of that market share as a new property or new kind of game mode. The thing, this year has been such a huge game for, or huge year for games, sorry. Um, I mean, you've had, what, two games that came out this year or three games that came out this year with tens from a lot of outlets. You yeah. know, Celeste... You had God of War, which Celeste is an indie game, mind you. Yeah, uh, which is crazy. God of War. And now you have Red Dead. And now you have Red Dead. Which we'll get into that in a second, yeah. Right. But to release a mediocre game in this means your game will get buried. It is not going to do well. And also, on the heels of Call of Duty, uh, Battlefield should have more pressure on it than ever before. Because Call of Duty is... Even with some of the bad press that they've had, they are killing it this year with Blackout. That game sold like none other. And so for Battlefield to be further pushing things back and and all of this, it's it's extremely concerning for oh, this company. It, they launched November 20th. Yeah. November 20th, Battlefield 5 You're comes out. less than a month away. And Fallout comes out... November 14th. 14th so you're fucking yeah, right. six days after Fallout 76. Right. You know, some will say, well, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't meet the thing. It's a fucking multiplayer game. Yeah. It, if it's it matters. A, it matters. It, it matters immensely. Yeah. In fact, it, Fallout 76 is an online multiplayer strategy-based kind of title. Yep. It's a title because you're, you're basically trying to fucking survive. Right. It, it, with your buddies. Yep. The entire time. So, I mean, to do that is, I, I mean, I, I guess I kind of see the Battle Royale thing. The only thing is you're going to fucking launch this now on November 20th. It's going to come out. And it's going to miss something that Call of Duty has already. Right. So you're going to buy it. Again, you're buying a fucking game. And then you're waiting for an update in March to then get the complete other half of the game, essentially. Right. And Which is they- what people were looking for. People were fucking pumped oh, to yeah. see a Battlefield, like, quick little fucking Battle Royale mode. Because Battlefield, for the longest time, has always been, you know, core strategy, taking your fucking time, going, like, pace by pace, you know. Yeah really analytical about it versus a Call of Duty's run and gun. And then this would have given them a game mode that kind of gives you that run and gun kind of feel. Yeah. And on the same token, I mean, they did try to smooth this out by saying the reason they're pushing it back that far is because uh, they wanted to focus on story. But when you're a month away from the game releasing, you're not working on story anymore. 
I mean, I mean, not to that extent, at least. No, you are if and you're so, fucking scrambling. Well, yeah, if you're Which scrambling. Which is exactly what this is. But the thing is, like, they are so close to release after they've already pushed it back, which is absolutely batshit crazy. To well, me. yeah, because you can't push it back twice now. Right, now, yeah, you, you're, you're Do you stuck on this release date. Do you think they would have? They should have. If they didn't have. push it back the first time, you think they would have just they pushed it all have. the way they back? They should have to... pushed it to 2019. The way this... The whole game, yeah. I think so. Wow. The way this seems to be going, I... It, the more I hear and the more they, they, oh, well, we're pushing back this game mode and this and this and this, it seems just like everything's going to be a disaster, um, which I, I don't know, man. I, I think I, I they tried to smooth it over with that story comment, and the thing is, I think the reason they said that is because one of the biggest complaints about Call of Duty was it not having a story. That was their only little leg up they could get. Um, especially missing such a major mode like that. So I think, I don't know, man. I, I think this this one concerns me even more than 76. I mean, <laughs> I would 100% buy 76 over this right now. But I have, wow. obli- I have obligations. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> Craig, game sharing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it makes me, this makes me, again, we talked in the last podcast, like we're not really pumped for it anymore. No. Uh, this makes me even less pumped for it. Like I'm not yeah. going to buy this shit until March. If I buy it. Yeah. I mean, why would I? I'm going to talk Craig out of it. The, I'll send him, I'll send him his money back. <laughs> I don't want, I just, I don't want to spend Holy money on this shit. game, man. That's insane that you're willing to do that. Yeah. That's scary. Cause you usually, I mean, you're usually, your thing is like. Fuck it, you know, like we've already got the money, we're gonna do it, we'll fucking pre order it, whatever. Right. That takes a lot for you yeah. to fucking do that. Yeah. You've never fucking done that. No. Holy hell. I don't know what that says about me as a person, but probably nothing good. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. <laughs> anyway, um, so Red Dead's absolutely killing it with where it has released and with the review outlets, right? Yeah, dude, it got a masterpiece on IGN, 10 out of 10. Yep. It's getting 10s, 10s and 10s and 9.9s and... Did you see the one 70% out of 100? Who the fuck gave it that? The same person who gave a 6 out of 10 to uh, Zelda last year. <laughs> the same what jackass. What site is that? <laughs> uh, What is it? Slant or slanted or... That's just to get fucking eyeballs. Oh, absolutely. On the he's, site. He's a troll. He's an awful, awful troll. <laughs> Fuck. It's terrible. But no, I think uh, this game is killing it. Absolutely killing it. I have not seen that. Actually, it has passed Met- or, uh, Ocarina of Time on Metacritic right now. That's insane. Yeah, but that'll change, and, though, after people yeah, play it. Yeah, it'll probably Here's balance my thing, out. Though, but, we haven't played it. This is all coming from reviewers, which they right. know what they're doing. And generally right. speaking, they, they do a really good fucking job of their jobs over at IGN we, and everything like that. We are three and a half hours away from lunch oh time. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, I, I just I just hope it's not all hype. Like, here's my thing. Oh, and people are going to call me, like, I'm people will be like, oh, what the fuck? I don't think Ocarina of Time is a ten out of ten. I don't think so either. No, I just think it was at given the time. That. I mean, it was revolutionary, though. Yeah, that's the thing. And there was only a there was a much smaller amount of. Uh, I still don't think at the time at it was a ten time. out of ten. Yeah. No, I think it's a high nine. Like I think it's like a nine nine point five. Yeah. I I just I don't know. I also don't know how you can. It got I a, guess it's it, just, it finished. On Metacritic at a 91. Here's the thing so there, there you too. Go. I mean, that's... If if Red Dead Redemption 2... Are all these ratings, like, 
so are they going to do the same thing they did for Black Ops? Like, I haven't looked into this beyond the scores. I haven't had a chance to read a lot of these, but like, are they going to do it similar to Black Ops Four, where it's like they're gonna they're gonna rate online differently from that, or is it is this rating going to change upon no. when online hits? No, they won't change it. There's no because that's the other thing is like there's a whole other part of this game that needs to come, yeah. and if we're doing the to- like the whole game in totality, and online sucks. Either it needs to be graded separately, which I still don't believe in, right. after Black Ops 4 and, and Blackout, because you can't buy those two things separately. Right. Uh, separate SKUs or products. But if it sucks, like, shouldn't that take away from, like, what the fucking game is? Because you can't, you can't, a, a total product, all the features of a product, and total product, you can't dismay from it. Like, a game could have an incredible fucking story, incredible gameplay, and then, let's say the menu suck or the fucking UI sucks. Yeah. Do you still give it a fucking 10 even though the UI sucks? No. No. It's still something that impedes the fucking overall experience because you're talking about experience of the entire product right. in a whole. So I'm not saying that it shouldn't get 10 out of 10. Fuck, I, I'm probably, like, I'm going to go boot this thing up in three and a half hours and I'm probably going to, you know, in the first hour be like, this is a fucking fantastic game. Yeah. Right? It probably is a 10 out of 10 right now. I'm just saying, like, is that going to change if online sucks? I'm hoping online doesn't suck. No, online's not going to suck. How do you know though? There's going to be limitations Look, between a, a Grand Theft Auto and a Cowboys. Rockstar has a hell of a track record, though. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I, and I, I'm, I'm, I, I hear what you're saying because I, the I do reason, feel just because a company has a good track record doesn't mean you should put all faith in them. Look at Bethesda, right? right? Well, yeah. No, look I, about, I look don't. About I don't think. Now. I'm just saying. I don't I'm not think saying their I'm track record the as online. good as everybody wants to believe. Right, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm not doubting the online thing. I yeah. think Rockstar is fucking brilliant in yeah. every single way. But I, I agree, but it thing, should have been a. a well, if a they're total, holding, right. if they're holding online, it's two reasons. One, it's either just to prolong the the virability and longevity of organic marketing for this title across, yeah. you know, its competitors like, uh, you know, Fallout and Battlefield originally too, because mm-hmm. before Battlefield pushed its date, it was announced too that it was going to come out online during that time, or, or. It's because they go, okay, we're cowboys now. How the fuck is online going to be different comparative to Grand Theft Auto Five? And it's fundamentally not a huge difference, but it's enough say, where it's they have to sit there, where they have to sit there and be like, okay, cool, like this is going to be different in some ways. So how do we, how do we do this different? Yeah, I. That's my thing. I'm not saying that the tens of tens are, are, are bullshit right now at all. Right. I mean, I'm for, I haven't fucking played the game yet. So that could be the absolute truth. Why you gotta come in and shit on everybody's parade? I don't Jeff. shit. I'm. I know. I'm fucking. I put reality into some stuff, and oh, it's a pain in the ass. Glass half empty kind of guy. I see how it is. No, 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 no. I just, I just, I look at <laughs> no, what is I know. unknown. I get what you're saying. I look at what's unknown versus right. known. None of these reviewers have played online yet. Right. And that, that's which is it. great because I take the review as what's available right now. Yeah. But I also look at it and go, so why was online delayed? If it's for the marketing stuff, that's great. I still think online's going to be good. I don't think it's going to be a shit online, but I'm just saying, are those reviews, once online is implemented into the product, is that going yeah. to reflect the 10 out of 10, or will it drop? Well, if it's just shit I, online experience, it should I, drop. I don't know I don't know why nobody is holding out for online, but there obviously has to be a good reason, well, because hype. nobody... Well, no, 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 no. I mean, the review outlets. So none of the review outlets are holding out to to add it all No, 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 because they want fucking on, views. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, exactly. Because they do have to put out a review right no, now. No, absolutely. But I, agree. I don't think that they're going to alter the score after it comes out. There's no way. They're, 
two months later because next month is the beta for it. So they're not going to give it another change so the review so on the beta. Do what they so do you're looking at blackout. either December or January probably when online gets a full release, depending on how long they want to run this. Beta right. So, for, they, right? so they're going to do they're going to do something similar to Black Ops Four Blackout, where it's going to be well. Uh, treated but the as a thing is, title. Call of Duty had uh, Black Ops. They did the three, and then they also did one accumulative. Um, score at the end so they did do one okay, so just may, for the game so maybe itself. they'll do one for online they'll do one for that thing i feel like they and would then have they'll announced do a it though with that review i mean if you're going to put out one review for it and then not say anything about hey this will change or this is a review in progress but that's the thing too right is like they need to they need to fucking do that because they, i agree they wrote but this that's massive why i think stink. nothing's gonna change i know but that's nuts because if they don't do it then they, there's this there's like a double standard for essentially a fucking two-week period because they Literally, a bunch of organizations came out and said, we're going to judge Black Ops 4 in two separate pieces. Then people went, well, what the fuck? Why don't you do a culminative one? And then they did a two separate, and then they did a culminative. But on the same on the same, on the the same, same note there, you're looking at – look at Division, right? So Division comes out. It does not do well at release, and then the DLC fixes it. So how is that any different? Or even just free updates. No, no, that fix I, games. I'm fine with that. I just stick to one fucking rating thing. That's my thing. Like, don't choose one title to be like, we're gonna do this separate That's and this I'm separate. Saying, no, no, but your problem is too is that you said they haven't announced that. Yes, we're gonna announce online in a different review. We have no fucking idea right now. Right. That's the problem I'm saying. Yeah. Is even before Black Ops Four even fucking launched. Right. They said, guys, we're gonna be changing it up. Games have changed. Absolutely. <laughs> But in we're the gonna, past, when do... they have, like when they did something different on Call of Duty, they said it beforehand. So I'm in my mind, if they have not said once online comes then out, our review will change. They're not going to do anything. It's going to. But stay that's the, same. the problem. Like I'm saying, unless, oh, unless they don't say anything, and the standard is now that they're going to do online separate, right. And this separate, no, totally I, fucking I, fine with I that because they're going to stick to it. But at the same time, I think if you look at past games. If it sucks at release and then all of a sudden they put out a free patch, they don't go back and change the review then either. Or if they add a new game mode or this and that, it doesn't change it. So in a way, they are staying to that format. They they altered for Call of Duty, but in the past... So if a weird. game is good and then they add some DLC just, that sucks and people, people to, hate it. I like, just want people to stick to shit. Yeah. Like my rule is if you have to pay additional money for something and add on to something right to a game, then what needs to happen is that add-on should be separately fucking reviewed. Right? I think... If it's a fucking game where it's, here's $60, and now there's been incremental updates over the last two years, then that review needs to change to reflect those free things that a user receives. Because if someone new comes in and then purchases that game at the end of its update cycles, mm-hmm. and it's a totally, totally different fucking game, yeah. then there needs to be a review to reflect that. Right. Right, but the, and there's so many problems with reviews, and and oh, yeah. that has been acknowledged. Like we don't even like the the one to ten Ratio. scale anyway. But at the same time, I think it was important that they did that for Blackout because Black or for Black Ops, sorry, because Blackout what was it a big selling point of this game, and it was a direct competitor to Fallout, even though it existed in this other game. And the fact that they still did a score for the game as an entirety, I think that's that, fine. That, that sol- I think that's what solves it, and that's yeah. what makes Blackout the exception. I, or Black yes. Ops, goddamn. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Think, that's absolutely fine. If it's a culminative review right. at the end, totally fucking See, fine. See, and that's and why to, I'm saying they the don't. They're not ones? breaking away from what they're what they do. I, I think that. The way they did that was smart. 
Yeah. If you are going to stick to a score scale like that, yeah. that's fine. But I think the way they did it was smart because it was it, th- this was so different than because it added a game mode that is games by themselves. Yeah. So I think I think that was smart, and I don't think they were breaking their formula, and I don't think with the Red Dead they're breaking their formula either. I think they are sticking to their guns, and I don't think anything's going to change. But it's I, I agree, online should be included into it. But that's not how it's gonna go. It's crazy. There's no way. It's just crazy to me. And and I also don't think online's gonna be anything that takes down the quality of the game by any means. Look at how good. No, no, no I know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not saying like Red Dead Online's gonna be shit at all. I think right. it's gonna be it's fucking incredible. It's obviously gonna be different. No, I think it's gonna be incredible. Yeah. Like I have no doubt in that. I'm just saying in terms of standards for rating and stuff like that, like someone's gotta fucking stick no, to something. I, I agree. Because it's, it's but just that's, getting ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. don't I don't feel like anybody has no, stepped it's just, away from it's it. just retarded. We're in like a gray area. Yeah. Where it's oh, like oh, oh you don't have to pay for this? Oh well it's okay. It, it, oh, this comes as one package for sixty dollars. Well, we'll act like it's two separate games. That's fundamentally retarded. Yeah, if but I had to pay twenty dollars they... for online and then forty dollars for the core game or sixty dollars for the full game or whatever grade both independently to see which one I want to purchase if in fact it's two different SKUs yeah. and then make a calmer review out of that. Destiny. If I buy Destiny, when you go into a store and you just buy Destiny as it is right now, mm-hmm. what the fuck is the rating on that? If I just buy that. They if I then want to... No, no, I know. But listen, but then I'm just using an example for all games going forward okay. on this. Right. So you buy Destiny, right? Vanilla fucking Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the score on that? Great. Cool. Here's the fucking DLC. What is the score on the DLC? Cool. Because it's going to cost me extra fucking money for that DLC. It's not included. It's not a free update. Nothing. Right. Now take those two things. What's the common of if I purchase both these things? Because this is the full product. Yeah. As is. Right? With everything included. That should be the fucking standard. It should not be, here's Destiny 2. Here's the free update that went out. The free updates judged separately, no. Or the game mode that's been added to it is judged separately, no. It's part of the fucking game. It needs to be updated. I fully agree that should be the case, but there's absolutely not a chance in hell that's ever going to happen. It's just crazy to me. It would. It, that is, that is a lot of work for those companies. And I agree, though. I, I mean, I but understand. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but at the same time, it's never going to happen. There's uh, not a chance in hell. It's just brutal because. It, it needs to fucking happen because that's the way video games are fucking going. But the thing is, dude, most of the time reviews are taken more than a grain of salt anyway because it is one person from that company. So even if you trust IGN or what have you, whatever you want to go with, GameSpot, whatever, yeah, yeah. they have one person that reviews it, and it's not the same person that reviews the next game. So you're not comparing apples to apples. You're comparing apples to fucking bananas for all that, you know. I no, mean, no, it's, seriously, it, it, it is all opinion-based anyway. No. The only thing they can accurately tell you, there's bugs. It runs like shit or something like that. I, yeah. For uh, reviews, if they don't say anything about that and you know you like that style of game or something like... No, oh, yeah, no, screw it. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah, that's, not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, <laughs> right. I'm just saying it's just, standards. It's a mess, Like, dude. if you're going to fucking rate something... That's why the 1 to 10 it. scale sucks. Yeah. Either buy oh. it, don't buy it, exactly. rent it. Like, that's why the rating system is so much fucking better. And that's why, like, this is why it makes sense that Polygon yeah. went to the fucking system they went to. Because it's yeah. like, hey, here's the DLC for Destiny. It costs you $20. Is it a fucking wait for it? Right. Is it a don't fucking buy? Right. Or is it a you need to go buy this because it's going to enhance the other game? Fuck yes, go buy it. Right. 
and that's why I, feel I like, like we're well, that we're that show um the fucking chip and whatever undisputed or whatever oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> the sports guys are like, well, you no, this no. team sucks and this team's great. No, I think I think that scale makes sense because if you're talking to someone, you're gonna tell them, yeah, yes, buy it. Not or, even that. It gets rid of the bullshit of right. this twenty dollar thing cannot be as good as the sixty dollar thing. Right. It right. should not, because the game length is not the same fucking thing. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. I'm you just are waiting not comparing for the those same guys. Thing. I'm just it's waiting fucked. for outlets to get rid of that fucking scale. Yeah. And just ditch. Metacritic, totally different fucking thing, because that is a consumer-based fucking thing. That comes right from the fucking individual right. who has literally went like this and handed fucking $60 over to the Walmart cashier. Right. Right, not the guy who received the fucking game for free. Well, I mean, it, right it, you get both of them. Well, yeah, you get the okay, but the one I look at is the fucking the the, the, the user score, the user, not the reviewer score, because that right. one holds the fucking well, cash value behind absolutely. the game, rather than the reviewer. Right, right, that's always left out. Anyways, holy shit, what a show! Fuck yeah, <laughs> that was a lot of good shit. That in was there. a lot of good stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of good or crazy shit going on right now. We're gonna play, man. Sure. We get to play uh, Red Dead in uh, three hours. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my god. We're getting me root toot scooting shoot cowboys <laughs> in three hours. Hell yeah. Well, guys, we're going to close the show. So today's podcast was brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash diggity. You get access to over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. You should go look at some cowboy books. Whatever those are like. <laughs> some old Western books maybe. Read you. Do you think they read in like the Western tone too? I hope so. I'm about to rootin' tootin' shoot ya, scootin'. You have a really, really awful cowboy accent. Well, I could be Yosemite <laughs> Sam if you want. Yes. <laughs> I'm ready to rootin' tootin' shootin'. <laughs> scootin'. <laughs> I reckon, partner, I'll come around these parts. You want an audible trial? I'll give you one. Well, over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. All of our listeners just went deaf. Get your southern <laughs> ass over there. Get your free 30-day download and your free audio books. Get access to over 180,000 titles for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, your MP3 player. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's what we that's offer you. Uh, you can follow us on Xbox. On what? What's your What's your handle? Gamer Tags. We've never done this, and this is scary. I think we did people, last show, didn't we? People, uh, I thought we I think it, it was anyway. briefly thrown in there, but this is dangerous. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Maple Jeff over here. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I have adopted Luscious Brody. We've gone full bore into this whole diggity. We've gone full thing. brand. Um, uh, so, yeah, my gamer tag on Xbox it's come is full circle. Luscious Brody, and it... Was not that before we started this. Yeah. So and you can find me on Thanks, Xbox. Uh, you can find me on Xbox. Maple Jeff, like maple syrup. Some Canadian. So you know that's kind of it's racist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 it's stereotypes. Oh, it's not God. racist. Um, uh, please leave us a review uh, on iTunes or wherever you listen to you, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever. All you have to do is click the stars. Give us more than three, for the love of God. Give us more than four, actually, because I know people at Trump be like, oh, you said more than three, so I'm going to give them four stars. <laughs> uh, leave us a review. Uh, helps us out a ton. Gets more people listening to the show. Also helps us make the show better. Uh, if you didn't like my Yosemite Sam accent, hey, that's all right. I don't have to do it again. Maybe I'll continue to do it again. Who cares? I hope not. <laughs> 
Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> helps us out a ton. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. It means a ton. Also, follow us on YouTube. Um, right now, we're just uploading uh, episodes of the podcast on YouTube. Uh, YouTube username is Diggity Gaming um, on YouTube. However, me and Brody are meeting uh, soon on a weekly basis. Start going over kind of what YouTube means to us, what we want to bring to it. We want to bring Let's Plays, unboxings, reviews, stuff like that to it eventually. And we'll probably look to get into that around endish of november slash early december possibly or we're yeah, thinking around probably honestly, mid in honestly november, around red dead online we're yep. thinking about maybe stepping into that area um but yeah you can head on over to over to youtube uh diggity gaming once again is our username um and it's another way to take in the podcast so yeah so until next time uh actually wait we're also we're doing a red dead special show yes on sunday mm-hmm we're going to record probably just like a, a 15, 20 minute show, just kind of with our quick thoughts on what we like about the game so far. Yeah, just a first thoughts on Red Dead. Obviously, it's not going to be a full review or yeah, anything. Yeah, it's going to be like a rootin', rootin' tootin' special. Yeah, a rootin' tootin' special. Rootin', That's what we're going to call rootin', it, too. Rootin' tootin' redempin', <laughs> redempin' diggity dog special. <laughs> Get your redemp on. <laughs> I, I got I got nothing, man. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we're gonna do like a fifteen twenty minute episode where we just kind of just talk about like you know the first couple of hours that we've we've put into Red Dead, the first couple of ten hours that we've. Put I was gonna <laughs> say I, I'm gonna the be first in tens of hours <laughs> that we've put into Red Dead, um, and uh, you know just something to give to people. Um, uh, so look out for that, uh, and uh, until next time, we will see you later.